Hello everybody. This is part one of my great conversation with my two favorite cousins, Michael and Nathan. Um, I had a really good time talking with them. <clears throat> we had a, a really, really good time. We were had a couple drinks in us and uh, of course the conversation just goes to really weird abstract topics. We start off talking about my all-time favorite band. Um, at the moment, I should say, I hope they I don't change my mind here in the future, uh, 21 Pilots, and um, it just kind of goes on from there. I've always enjoyed talking with these two. Um, I hope you guys enjoy our conversation. All right. All right. We're here with my two cousins, Mike and Nathan. Say hello, guys. Hello. Hello. Make sure it's working. It is perfect. So... I just got done explaining kind of surface level 21 pilots to these guys, um, even though they've known them longer than me. And I'm very jealous that they've actually seen them in live. When this whole pandemic thing lifts, they're going to be the first uh, first people I see, 100%. Yeah. Even I, if they're in Europe, I don't even care. Yeah. You know? I, That'll be a fun concert in Europe. Fuck yeah. Well, oh, man. Hell yeah. Europe? Oh, man. That'd be dope. Yeah, when we saw them, so... I found them through holding on to you, and I instantly fell in love with that song. I just I loved the the, the symbolism of it, like the lyrics and everything, and how they like. That's the thing is like with these guys. I think that's the reason I I have a, a true appreciation for them is because like every single one of their songs isn't about like pussy money or weed or like yeah. the surface level bullshit that you hear nowadays. It's actual deep connection. Yeah to his thoughts and his feelings and emotions and like you can feel it through his music man like not very many bands do that not, not <laughs> nowadays know? anyway like the last band that I actually felt this kind of appreciation for I have him on my arm is it's Pink Floyd yeah. <laughs> you know like and, and there I say this about Pink Floyd all the time you can listen to him high you can listen to him sober you can listen to him tripping on fucking mushrooms and they're fantastic every single time <laughs> like and both Pink Floyd and uh and 21 Pilots. Do you ever hear of that uh, Pink Floyd to uh, Wizard of Oz? I, I did do that. And, and Dude, that, I took show? so many edibles <laughs> and I uh, put that shit on YouTube and I was just I was kind of like just melting into my couch like this is fucking crazy. <laughs> <laughs> like it, it syncs up perfectly, man. Yeah, that's, that's funny. Yeah. yeah, so I found them online. I was just watching music videos down the YouTube rabbit hole. Yeah, that, that and, happens. I've been doing that a lot recently. Yeah, and then Hold On To You came on and then I also heard them do the... Uh, uh, they did a cover of Elvis Presley's. Uh, oh yeah, um, can't help but falling in love with you. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I was just blown away by it. I was like, yeah. they, and, like they already had a huge following in Ohio, which is where they're from. Yeah, and so I thought, like, oh man, these guys are great. I told my brother about, them, like, hey, you gotta check out this band. I told everyone I could that I just, I've like, been telling everybody I can. Yeah, like listen to Twenty One Pilots, check out their album Vessel, listen to the whole thing, mm-hmm. and then once you're done listen to it again because you're going to pick up more shit. Yeah. yeah. And, uh... Yeah, it seems like every time I listen to it, I, listen, I hear new shit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, and then, so, I got, uh... I found out that they were coming, and they were coming to, like, the slow down. It's the one downtown. I can't remember. It's real close That's to the... That's the slowdown. And, and then you coming. have... Yeah. There's the reverb, and there's also the one in Benson. What yeah. That one's called, uh... I can't remember what that one's called. But I always get that yeah. one in the slowdown confused. Yeah. But they were coming to the slowdown. I was like, oh, my God. Like to see these guys in a bar would be oh my god unbelievable yeah oh my god oh, we 
we got there so early. We were in the front row. Oh yeah. my god! Yeah, we could yeah. we could have Did you did you did they end up going like on top of the crowd with the uh, drum yeah. set and everything? And yeah. like you guys were holding them up. Yeah. Oh yeah. They used to, uh, I can only get so erect. <laughs> yeah, people holding bass drums and there are other people holding platforms and they were like. Oh man, it was. Oh my god. Like, dude, it was so fucking crazy, too, because we get there, like, we're both over 21. Yeah. And we're like, can we go in? They're like, are you over 21? They're like, like, yeah, it's a a bar. Yeah, come on in. And then I smoked, so I was going outside to have cigarettes, and there's already, like, it was. 45 minutes before the show, there's already a line down the building. Yeah, I believe it. Yeah, Yeah. and I was like, holy shit. I was like, I didn't think. It was going to be this busy. Yeah. And then I'm talking to these guys, and these people had drove up from Texas. Mm-hmm. There's people from Ohio. I was I mean, reading were, an article. They have one of the most dedicated fan bases around. Yeah. You know? they, like, just, they played the whole album, didn't yeah. they? Yeah, they pretty much played the whole Vessel album. Oh, my God. And then... Uh, they gave was, Yeah, what was awesome was, so Slowdown has two rooms. Yeah. One's a smaller room that's, you know, like independent gigs or whatever, or, you know... Right next to the bar. The yeah, yeah. And then there's a bigger room. Yep. Well, they said that Tyler uh, got up. So she's like, guys, you know, we this is why I, why I fell in love with 21 Pilots. He's like, we're not, you're not our fans. We're your band. Like, we're oh, here shit. for you. Like, we're here to play. You guys have given us the greatest gift to play music in front of people. And we're your band. Dude. And we got, when we first, you know, we're signing up for this tour, we got to Omaha and we did the smaller room because we didn't think it was going to sell out. Yeah. It sold out in five minutes. And they're like, do you guys want the bigger room? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they moved us to this bigger room. And then it sold out in yeah, five it, minutes. It's crazy. They actually did a... Did he do Shout? Yeah. As yeah. an opening song? Just oh just because? Yeah. Like, Shout! Oh, the, oh, the one that they play at the arenas and yeah. shit? Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. so good. Dude. Yeah, it was just... And the band they, they uh-huh. opened with, I can't remember who they were, but, you know, they were pretty good. They were a good pop band, you know, yeah. uh... The guy jumped down into the crowd and did some dancing with us, and like they like he did. Uh, he came up stage and like, did, so did he do his break dancing thing? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he does that every tour. He's such a jerk. <laughs> like, We're gonna do our break dancing now. It's like, holy fuck, these dudes can break dance. Yeah. And really, what it was was uh, them doing backflips off the panel. No, the uh, drummer, God, his name always, Josh Dunn. Yeah, Josh. Like Josh stood there, and then. They're like, all right, you guys ready? Yeah, oh my god, we're ready. And then Tyler does a handstand, and then Josh catches his feet <laughs> and then pushes him down, and then he goes down. He's like, we did it! Stop landing! And like the whole course, the whole place goes nuts. Yeah, oh, man, it was really personal. Yeah, it was it was so personal. That's why they they have the most dedicated fans, man. Yeah. Like watch just watching their music videos, and like he goes into the crowd, and not one of them looks at him. You know, have you seen that music video? I think yeah, it's Car uh, Radio. Yeah, Car Radio. Oh, yeah. And, uh, like, he just he goes, he just puts his mask on, goes down in the crowd, and all of them are just standing still, just, like, not even looking at him. Yeah. And, like, how do you get thousands of people just to do everything in unison like that? And then, yeah. like, when the fucking bass hits, and, like, they, he fucking crowd surfs back to the stage, oh, yeah. I just want to be a part of that so <laughs> fucking bad. Right. You know? Yeah, well, we, we talked about that. Like, well, how do you get that? That's a lot. It reminds me a lot of metal fans. Hmm. Because metal fans, like, hardcore shows that I've been to, people think, like, oh, this music's so loud and so angry and people are going to be assholes. They're some of the nicest people I've ever met. Yeah, (laughs) but, like, so I was at this one metal concert and uh, a little kid fell into the mosh pit. Like, he was on his dad's shoulders and, like, he slipped off and fell into the mosh pit. Instantly, it stopped. And this 
giant ape of a man. Like, I mean, he literally looked like an ape. His arms were so long. That's saying something coming yeah. from you. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Today's time I'm like, Jesus. Yeah. Right? <laughs> but uh, he went well, in yeah. there, and then he Making starts... Like a little kid. Yeah. yeah. He starts elbowing people left and right, grabs this kid up. I mean, it literally looked like a mother ape grabbing up her baby. <laughs> and, like, grabs this kid up. He's like, there's a kid! There's a kid! And instantly, everyone stops, parts... Gives him back to his dad. The kid was perfectly fine. Awesome. I mean, these people were like moshing to the one of the hardest songs ever. It was an "All That Remains" concert. Okay. Yeah. And yeah, that do it. Yep. Yeah. Like, and <laughs> okay. They just stopped. Like once they found out that a kid was hurt or a kid was in danger, yeah. automatically stop. If anyone falls down in a mosh pit, they pick them right up. Yeah. Uh, if there's, uh, I mean, there's like, and there's also those assholes too. Like I was at that same concert. This girl caught a drumstick from one of the other bands, and as the mosh pit was going around, she's whacking people on the oh, head with a drumstick. And I was like, man, that's not cool. Well, one of the people that she whacked was my friend's girlfriend, uh-huh. and she was like, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna catch this bitch. Yeah. And she goes around the mosh pit, and then this person looks. And then turns around, and my friend elbowed her in the side of the head. Nice. And uh, she was just like, yeah, you know, don't be an asshole. Yeah. Like, get you those thrash yeah. dancers. Mm-hmm. Those people uh, those get people, kicked yeah. out. Those yeah, people, those people, what is thrash dancing? Thrash dancing is when you make a fist, and then you twirl around. Oh, and you, like, yeah. like a fake box, yeah. and you fake kick, and, yeah. Okay, I've seen that. They're the stupid thing I've ever seen. Yeah. Yeah. It's annoying as hell. But, yeah, so that's what it really reminded me of going to that concert, because it was so personal. And the fan base was just so like, dude, what, what, you could tell us to murder people and we would for you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was just, God, it was honestly one of the best concert experiences I've ever had. And because I went with Nathan, my brother, it just, it made it that much more special because on the way down, we're rocking out to him, we're listening to him, we're jamming to him, and then on the way back, we're like, oh, which one do you want to hear? It's like, oh, dude, they played Trees, that's one of my favorites, let's oh, play dude, Trees. Trees is great, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, like I, me and my buddy Jake were just talking about this the, uh, like yesterday and the day before. We were, he asked me out of the blue. He's like, "Give me your top five, top twenty-one pilot songs." I'm like, "That like blew my mind." I was like, "I don't know if I can do this," <laughs> you know, like because uh, it just depends on my depends on my mood and it depends on the day I'm having yeah. as to which songs I'm going to. Yeah, put yeah in. I think there's only one song from the first album that I'm. Kind of don't like, but every, every uh, I don't have. I haven't heard a song I don't like. Yet. Uh, well, is that House of Gold one? Gold. That's House the only. That's the only one I kind of don't. It's like. just because he's playing the ukulele. Right? Yeah, the ukulele yeah. and yeah. how he's like talking. Is he talking smack about his mom a little bit? Uh, I think I mean, that's, that's yeah. why he wrote it because he didn't have a great he relationship wrote it for yeah. his mom. Yeah. I think it was about his dad. I thought. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know something like that. That's the only one I kind of don't like. But the rest of them are, are fucking badass. But even even his songs that you don't like is, are still fucking. Bad. Oh yeah. You know, like <laughs> compare the least favorite song of there to the least favorite song of any other band, and it's like. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't know if I could do a top five from you know pick you know there's three albums that have come out or there I think there's a fourth one that, that came up before Vessel. Yeah. What, what are the yeah. what are the three? Uh, it's uh, Vessel. Uh, trench. Trench. No, trench is the newest the one. Newest and then, one. Uh, uh, blurry face. Blurry face. Yeah, those are the three main trench? ones. Oh, trench, trench is the, the one with the, the brand new. Okay, one. yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, blurry so face. Brand really new. Good. I put that in quotation yeah. marks. Oh. So if we're looking at the f- the first album, Vessel, for me, that the top, I could top five off of there. Yeah, you probably have to go by album. By album, have to go by album. I'm going to do that too. Yeah. You can't. I think. I don't think you can go any other way. For me, it's holding on to you. Okay. That's probably my favorite. That's going to be number one, yeah. I think, all across the albums for That's me. crazy. That's, uh, that's Trees. One of my number one album, number one songs, too. Uh, Trees would be number two. Uh, I would then say uh, 
Fake You Out would be mm. three. Guns for Hands would be four. And then uh, Semi-Automatic would be six. Dude, but yeah, you picked some good ones. Those songs, like, that whole album for me is fucking gold. I can put that album on repeat. And, and then never get tired of it. Never yeah. get tired of it. Mm-hmm. I mean, so so that's for, for Vessel. Uh, Let me do mine for Vessel yeah, real quick. Yeah, go for it. We'll mine's going to be, num- number one for me on Vessel's going to be, uh, the one that's actually creeping into my top five is actually the Run and Go. Oh. This isn't this isn't any any uh, order yet. I, you know, I'm just now doing this. It'd be the run and go, semi-automatic, migraine. I need to re-listen to this. Hold on to you, and then old to, old to sleep. It's been like, too long. Old to sleep is such yeah. a good one. I like. Mm-hmm. I like they the opened with that yeah. one too. Yeah, that's, yeah. I, I was watching an interview of, of theirs, and he said he, he opens with that one because it's one of his hardest songs to do. Yeah. And he yeah. says if he gets over that song, he the whole whole yeah. uh, the whole concert's gonna go well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. David, do you have one for? Uh, Friggin' definitely holding on to you is number one for me. Car radio. Ooh, I love car radio. How can I leave car radio out? Car radio. Uh, uh, Guns for hands. That's definitely yep. top I don't even five. Know if I could do top five on just albums. <laughs> Same here too. And then, uh, then definitely then oh to sleep. Migraine's pretty good too. Yeah. Migraine's fantastic, man. Migraine's. Like, yeah. that, I'm looking at this album and I'm like, <laughs> oh, that I'm one's like, good. I'm like, oh, oh, that's oh yeah, that one's good. good. <laughs> I really like that one. That's also one of my favorites. Yeah, but, I, uh, I feel bad leaving some of these out. You know, like yeah. But I have listened to fucking blurry face in a long time either but that one so all right the judge for blurry face that's number one for mm, me yeah uh what's uh polarized is number two Call me uh heavy dirty I, I love the beat of that song. three uh i think then four we probably have to do fairy local and then uh for five, tearing my heart. I mean, tearing I mean, my that's heart. a classic, man. That I love that one. So yeah, and, and it's a really good radio song. Yeah. Too. I was listening to that one on the way to uh, Chinese today. Yeah, yeah. Uh, mine would be Doubt is number one. Um, that's, that's such a good song. Tearing my heart, and then Stressed Out. Even though it got overplayed, I still yeah. I can't leave that out of my top five, dude. I fucking love that song. Um, and then I'd have to go with Message Man. That one might be in the number one actually. And then I'll probably have to put, I don't know how to say Ride or Heavy Dirty Soul. Yeah. But I'm probably going to go with Heavy Dirty Soul just because it goes so fucking hard. Yeah. It's so fast, you know? That's probably why. And he's rapping favorite. in it. It's yeah. like, what the fuck it's is going on here? Yeah. <laughs> it's, yes, yes. So Where the car, yeah. you know who's actually driving that car? Isn't that Nico driving? Nico is driving that car, yes. Well, they were setting us up for a while, mm-hmm. huh? They've been setting the, Blurry Face is the name of that album. So they've been, this is a whole fucking story going along huh. this entire time. Yeah. When do, you, do you think they started from the first album or think it's from the second one? I think so because I've, uh, I've been noticing a little bit things on the music videos too is they have little hidden fucking cryptic messages in every single music video they do. Yeah. You know, like Chlorine has that fucking Ned guy uh, right at the beginning of it, mm-hmm. you know, and like... Oh, I love Chlorine. Dude, yeah, so... I do, yeah, do you have your top face for you, yeah. Hometown, not today, and Goner. Goner's Goner's such a good song. God damn. Then, yeah. uh, then you know the usual suspects of that one that you guys mentioned. Yeah. So this is where so trench and vessel for me. Look, I listened to Blurry Face the day it came out, and I was kind of like, eh, like I didn't didn't really like it. I don't know what it was, but then I was closing at a restaurant that I was working at, and then I didn't have anyone around me. And I just put on my headphones and started listening to it. And I don't know what clicked, what changed, if it was at the end of the day or what happened. But I was like, 
holy fuck, Blurry Face is such a goddamn good album. It is, man. And yeah. it just, it's Sneaky started, good. it just yeah. really just hit me different. Yep. But then when I listened to Trench the first time, this, it reminded me of Vessel, of like how much every song on here I just absolutely loved. Yeah. Uh, so for Trench, I'd have to do number one uh, is Chlorine. Mm. I fucking love that song. That might be my number one song yeah. overall, too. Uh, Actually, see. no, my number one overall, overall song's on here. Nice. So Chlorine, and then I'll do My Blood, uh, then Morph. Like, My Blood, Chlorine, and Morph, for me, those are all tied for number one. Because <laughs> yeah. I, lo I yeah. love them so much. Then uh, I would do Cut My Lip for four. And then, uh, you know, Nico and the Niners. I think that song just is... When the fucking uh, chorus stops... And then goes backwards, and then he raps over the fucking chorus. I just uh, it blew me the fuck away the first time yeah. I heard that song. I was like, "What the fuck's going on, dude?" Yeah. yeah. So oh, well, my turn. Yeah, yeah, yeah my turn. turn for trench. My number one overall song by them at the moment, you know, changes all the damn time. Is my blood. So oh, yeah. like, I can't not listen to that song when it pops up on my Spotify. You know. Yeah. Uh, Chlorine obviously would be number two, and then uh, Pet Cheetah. Dude, dude, Pechita is so good. It's, it's sneaking up Statham. on me, man. Yeah, he's like, he names it Jason Statham, <laughs> you know. And then like, I, I find myself singing that song in my head all day long, you know. Yeah. And uh, probably Smithereens, and then I'd say Jumpsuit just because of how fucking hard it goes, yeah. you know. The the build up in Jumpsuit is just what, what kind of gets me. Yeah, mine are definitely Jumpsuit, Morph, Chlorine, and the hype. Oh, the hype is so good. Oh, yeah. That's actually the one I was just playing on the way yeah. here. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good music video too. I it really is. Yeah, well, they're they're on the uh, the roof of their house and it's starting yeah. to explode and shit. Dude, yeah. for me, the level of concern. I, well, it's probably because uh, they say my name in it. That is, Michael's gone insane. Yeah. <laughs> Julie starts to make me nervous. Yeah. That, that I really <laughs> like it because of that. But uh, God uh, damn, Michael's ruining everything. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, that's my I, favorite line in that song. Like, yeah. I just like, oh, Michael's gonna say, Julie starts to make it. Because when the song came out, it was during the quarantine, obviously, yeah. you know, and it's like. Oh, is that the oh, one with the quarantine song? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, I was like, oh my god, these guys are starting. Like, people do make me nervous, you know? Like, yeah. like that was because when I was doing my runs up and down the, by the cemetery, when the gyms were all closed and shit, I was like, oh shit, like, people could go insane. Like, yeah. People are literally on edge right now. Like, what if I get fucking mugged in my own goddamn neighborhood? I could yeah. see this happening, you know? Yeah. And, like, that was as that song was playing, as those thoughts were happening. Do you happening, want a gun? I, I'm going to get one. Yeah, I do. <laughs> you know, like, uh, do you want to go to 88 Tactical with me? They, yeah. they, they, they have to do the concealed carry license and shit. So, yeah. I would love to do the concealed carry. I just yeah. think that would I'm be, getting a group together. So I think that would just be really important. I have to look into it. I, haven't, I, I just got this idea, like, Friday. So what is yeah. it? Sunday? So, yeah. Yeah, I uh, yeah, 88 Tech Cult, they do it, and uh, I'm, I'm gonna, if you guys want to do it, so far it's me, my buddy Luke, my buddy Jake, and you two, so it'll be five people. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm, this Dude, sounds like a Yeah, I haven't shot a gun until it's yeah. uh, the Air Force. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. So, I mean, you sh shouldn't you just already be automatically qualified for that then, or do you still uh, no, the, you no, it's been so long for me that I'd have to take some training. Gotcha, gotcha. Do you have a, do you own a gun? No, no. I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna buy a gun before. Or should I buy a gun after? I don't know. Oh, you'd probably get familiar with it. Yeah. So I like, oh, buy what one. What you want to get? Huh? What do you want to get? Dude, I have, I don't know anything about guns, man. Like, what well, should I get? Uh, if you're just starting out, AR-15s are really good. Really? Yeah. Don't get a shotgun. That was gonna be. That was gonna be the first thing I got was a shotgun. I mean, I shotgun, shotguns are fine, but I mean, AR-15s. 
really accurate, low kick, really easy to use. Hmm. Really, really simple to keep ma- maintain. I mean, I don't, I've never really used a shotgun, but shotguns just seem, I don't know, harder because they're heavier. They're got few shells. But AR-15 just that's it. You can take one of you can take one apart in like five seconds. Because oh. it's just two pins to hold them together. Yeah. Oh sure. Yeah. Having fired a shotgun, the kick was something that I was really worried about, and uh, you need to be prepared for it. Yeah, yeah. I've shot a shotgun before. Yeah, you yeah. can't. It's not like you just like going like, oh, like, oh. Oh yeah, AR fifteen. AR fifteen is like, oh, that's it. Yeah, it's nothing. Yeah. Shotguns like take your if you're not yeah. ready, you'll dislocate your shoulder. Yeah, AR fifteen. I fired. Did I fire M16? I fired M16 with pretty much AR-15. Yeah. Yeah. When I was in high school, they actually had uh, recruiters come to high school, and they brought like a realistic like uh, laser thing, but it was ammo was really cheap too. Yeah. The uh, it was the uh, the size and weight of an M16, and like it fires with the same kick for it, and the. Uh, but they were like, okay, yeah, aim, aim through the little pinhole, but they had a laser on it. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, I've played video games my whole life, like. I'm just gonna put this laser on stuff, and <laughs> uh, I beat everyone but one of the JROTC people <laughs> their scores. Jesus. They're like, Mike, what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? What alter life are you leading? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, but we, we've been training, and we're in the we're in the ROTC program, and they're well, you, dip, put, dip it down. you put a laser on it, bro. I was doing? like, yeah. did you guys use the laser? <laughs> and they were like, yeah, it was really hard to see through the scope. I was like, oh. Yeah, I didn't look through the sight. I just <laughs> like looked above it, and then where the laser pointed, like once it was on the thing, I hit pulled the trigger. And that's, what <laughs> that's what I did. And they're like, "It can't be that easy." I'm like, "It's that easy." <laughs> Go retry. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I got marksman too. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Damn, marksman ribbon. Yeah, Fuck. yeah. It was crazy because uh, like they they marked it as like a like a 96. We need like a 97 to press. I was like, "What about that little bullet right there in the guy's neck?" They're like, "What? Oh yeah, that's a pass." Because they didn't mark it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. so, oh, that's marksman. There you yep. go. That would have killed, killed that guy. That, guy. Yeah. Yeah. that little guy. Don't worry about that little guy. <laughs> Not quite a kill shot, but yeah, it will eventually be a kill shot. Yeah, yeah I, you know that if Nathan says AR fifteen for me, what I've been looking for, I really want. Well, they are more. They are a lot more expensive, like a thousand. So, or, like, I think they're like eight hundred dollars to get like a good one. I saw. I was expecting to spend about that much, but I was planning on getting two guns. Though, I guess. Oh yeah, then you can get two handguns. Back. Yeah, I've never fired a handgun, but they're. I mean, I imagine they're slightly now they're slightly harder to aim, but they're kind of easier to handle. Them. Yeah, I was planning on getting a shotgun and a handgun, but if an AR-15 is better, I mean, oh, I'm yeah, open they're... to whatever. I, I, I know nothing about this stuff. Yeah. Well, yeah. you can uh, test them out too. Like, oh, you can. You, you can uh, like rent them. And you stuff? can. Yeah, you can. Uh, I think you can rent them. Yeah, yeah, you can totally rent them. The one we went to was the bullet hole over in. Yeah, that's the one I wanted to go. Yeah, that's what my mom had going to yeah, as well. Yeah, you can. Uh, you can rent out guns. It's expensive to do it, but like, yeah. what are we talking? Like fifty bucks? I have no idea. I don't oh, remember what it was. Okay. We just had our own, and it was like we had my mom's shotgun, and I think it was like either 25 per person or 30 per person something like that it ended up being 60 bucks to go to the range yeah and plus uh, the ammo you spent yeah you no, have to buy we, their we ammo, our own ammo from so, there or yeah, i think you have to, oh, okay i think yeah, it's, yeah they were just really uh they just wanted to know what they had to inspect it yeah and so they were like oh and i think it's, it can only be buckshot or something like that and uh or birdshot or something like that and that's what we had so yeah we got there and you know, they went, just went over basic basic safety regulation, you know, like don't point it at anybody, 
like we will shoot you. Yeah. Uh, like if you point it in a threatening manner, like because we all have concealed carry here. Like that's one thing. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. won't get very far if you do that. Yeah. yeah. You watch these yeah. videos of people going into gun stores and like that have rifles or pistols and stuff, and they go in the and like they have it on the hip. Like, yeah, I wonder if you could look at and, and like you see the people behind the counter. They're like, what the fuck are you yeah. doing? Like, like, how are you this irresponsible with yeah. your weapon? Who you gave you that weapon? Yeah. For me, though, if I was going to get any gun, it would be a Glock, uh, because the that's like, a handgun. Yeah, it's a it's a handgun. Okay. Uh, they have a variety of different ammo types, and but also they're very easy to use, very easy to tear apart and clean. They're damn near indestructible too. And they're damn near indestructible. I saw this one video where this dude buried his for a year. Again, you kind of have to take everything on the internet with a grain of salt. Right. Like he could have just buried it for you know an hour. <laughs> but like he pulled it out and made sure that the barrel was unobstructed. That's the only thing he did to it. And he was able to put a whole clip through it and it still worked. Damn. Yeah, so I mean, they're very durable. They're very, uh, accurate. They're, it's one of the reasons why police, all, all of police use them is because they're durable, accurate, and easy to clean and take apart. Mm-hmm. It's literally, it's the base, the handle, the rack, or the slide, and then a spring and a barrel. It's five parts. And you can, boom, take it apart with one button, and then slide off the rack, and then the spring and barrel come out like that. So you can change out the barrels, you can do all these different things with it. And they're like four to five hundred dollars, depending on oh, what kind you're terrible. getting. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, they're I, I fucking love them. I think they're really awesome. I've been thinking about getting one for years. What do you think about like a revolver? Revolvers are just they're yeah. awesome. Yeah. They're pain in the ass, but are they? <laughs> well, just because like, you got yeah, more the, moving parts, move, uh, movement parts. The cylinder, they're heavier. So I mean, they got more kick. I've shot one before. Those I thought it was pretty fucking cool. But yeah, I mean they're cool. Yeah. Definitely yeah. very intimidating. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I want one of those like snub nose ones. One of these fucking. Oh yeah, oh yeah, that'd be, yeah. That'd, be, that'd be a good one. Yeah, yeah. See, that's for me. That's one of the ones that I really liked was the thirty-eight. Uh, but again, it's, it's it's more the more moving parts you have, the more complicated it's going to be. Like gotcha. the Berettas and the Six Sours. That's the oh, German one, right? Yeah. yeah. That's another reason why I like the Glock too. Is that it doesn't have a safety feature. The only safety is your finger. Oh shit! Like, you have to. Yeah, because you're the one that's yeah. pointing, the pulling the trigger, and if you don't have this, like it's great because children don't have the pounds per square inch to pull the, to pull. I think so. I don't don't quote me on that. Yeah. The, to actually pull the trigger, so like the safety mechanism on it is something that I've always really liked because it's, you know, it's the owner of the gun's responsibility at that point. Yeah. I and, mean, it should always be, should yeah. it? You know, well, like yeah. if you like, own a gun, you should be responsible with it. You know, it's like. If you own a car, you can't just be reckless with it, you know. Yeah. So like, <laughs> yeah. So you can literally go to jail if you reckless uh, with a car. A friend of mine at uh, work, he recommended a Sig, because yeah, because that's what he used when he was in the when he was military police. Yeah. yeah. And uh, six hours are also really good. They're really well made too. They're German. That, uh, that's what he has now. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's the thing. There's just so many guns out there that yeah. you could get. Um, that, you know, it's hard to you know narrow down, and like, especially if like, you don't like. Like I me, mean, I don't claim to know anything about guns. I just oh, I, I'm, yeah, I sound like a bumbling idiot when I talk when I, when oh, I yeah, talk so guns to people. You know, I'm just sitting there like oh oh, oh wow, you can get really in depth in this stuff. You know? Yeah, I mean, if yeah. I, I I got marksman, the pretty much like the second time I had to use one, and I'm M16. Oh shit! So it was really easy to use. Yeah, they're okay. super easy. To use. Yeah, because 
Because hitting with a gun or a handgun is just one point. Even if you have both hands, it's still one point. But with a, a rifle, it's two points. So you can get way more, get very more accurate. That makes sense. Okay, yeah. Dope. Oh, okay. You didn't ask him your. Uh, I was gonna, I was just about to get to that. Your yeah. Opening question. I was yeah. just thinking about that. Yeah, I was like, we uh, we haven't asked you yet. What is Do you uh, have you told him yet? I might have. No. Okay. So I ask my a new guest every single time. Uh-huh. Um, where do you think thoughts come from? Uh, thoughts come from. Oh, shit, like uh, like. Well, I know memories. There's no wrong answer. I know it's like memories uh, are neurochemical connections that like. Like patterns in your brain that memorize it. So like synapses firing. Like synapses firing yeah. in specific orders. So that's how you generate a memory. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how. To, like, well, where in your brain would it come from? That's crazy. Never. Or is it in your brain? Yeah, it, it's somewhere. It's just I don't think. You sure? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think there's any uh, external. You don't think there's a woo-woo thing going aspect to it? A woo? No, I don't think uh, so. I think I, I'm some... gonna have a crystal up my ass and tell you what I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think it's just a a way, just like a computer. Yeah, there is. It's just an organic computer, a biological computer. Yeah, Bi- yeah biological yeah. computer. Yeah, I, I I I go along with that line of thinking as well. You know, like I don't think it's self-contained though. So like, mm-hmm. just like a computer needs a power source. Mm-hmm. So like, what is that power source that your brain is using? obviously like chemicals and like the shit you feed it so like since the computer uses electricity as its power source yeah so does thought do thoughts come from food you know yeah like it's essentially your calories yeah you know something that would converts uh so is it like the type of food you eat is all the thoughts you have (laughs) i don't know yeah if you eat shitty food constantly yeah you're gonna have shitty thoughts think of a little out of depth Thinking about it. Nah, man. There's, there's no wrong. <laughs> yeah, know. Nobody well, knows. Yeah, like for me, my thing was it's not yours. I, I kind of knew you were going to answer it this way because it's a puzzle. Most people answer it that way. That, actually, like, for me, like yet. mine was like kind of an emotional aspect of yeah. it to like where yeah. thoughts come from. Mine was uh, like it's experience. Like our memories are uh, like what we read, what we see, what we do. Yeah. So when we are thinking about new things. Our brain is, I guess you would say, is coalescing the data of everything else that we've done and is pulling bits and pieces from each thing. Like, you're, Or if you read something new, yeah. then you're going to have a new thought, but it's not going to be related to... Like, you're reading a, a, a book, and you read a, a sentence in that book, and that makes you think, huh, that would be a really cool thing to do for X things. Yeah. But that one sentence, out of context, has nothing to do with the story you're reading. It's... Something that your brain read, you read as your brain, and it's like, oh, hey, yeah, you're going to think about this now. And that's kind of like going off on a tangent or whatever, but I think that's where thoughts come from. It's, something, it's a collection of, uh, so, your, yeah, your thoughts and experience. And like, yeah, your thoughts come from thoughts. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, like it's, Stupid. Yeah. Yeah. Idiot. No. <laughs> Idiot. Uh, no, it's, yeah, it's your so collection of experience. Here's an even deeper question, though. Where does consciousness come from? Or what is consciousness? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that, I mean, that's all scientists say too. They say, "I don't fucking know." <laughs> like, like, what is the origin of consciousness, or like either? It's, it's fucking crazy. I don't know. Like, I think conscious. Well, I'll, I'll tell you my theory. Yeah, I've been uh, any regular listener of this, if there's any, <laughs> um, will hear me say this a lot. 
so I was trying to explain this to my grandma. What was it? I was a uh, Friday actually on my uh, day before my birthday, and uh, I was explaining it to her. I was, she was trying to convince me that God is real and blah blah blah. I was like, I think God might be real. I think you're probably right. I just don't think it's the same. I don't think it's the same image that you have in your head. You yeah. know. So like, this is what I think God is. I think God is consciousness, just a higher form of it. You know, like we all have like little itty bitty particle the dust pieces of the consciousness, yeah. but it all like like droplets of water. You know, like we're just a droplet of water of consciousness in our own little stupid little puny ass heads, yeah. right? But God is the stream or the river of water, uh-huh. and we have the we could either you know connect to it and and just go down that tributary and and end up in the ocean. I think that's what happens when you die is you merge in with all the yeah. other unconsciousnesses. Or, um, another easy, a good way to describe it too would be like, uh, there's an interstate and we all have the on-ramp. Mm-hmm. We can all get on that on-ramp and have a collective mind, you know, like a hive mind like the bees and shit have, you know. I think we already do that as a human being, as, as a species. We just are too stupid or too in our own little worlds to actually believe it, you know. Sociologists believe this shit all the fucking time. But, um... I think God is consciousness, and it's not something that talks to you. It's not something that has its own entity. It's just something that exists yeah. and something that you can tune into. Like our brains are our antennas tuning into uh, into consciousness, and you can choose to turn it off and just be an idiot your whole life and be, you know, these fucking losers you see, or you can be on a lifelong journey of learning and developing this and and become the best person you can be. You know, that's what I, that's what I, I don't think it's some bearded guy in a fucking cloud. Yeah. You know, that's fucking, I think that's a, the cat in the hat's version of war and peace. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Well, I think, I think the problem with religion today is that people take the stories as fact. As when, literal. Yeah. They, they take the, well, they the take, stories yeah. are lessons exactly. that had just been compiled. That's what I mean. It's like a very, over the years. very rudimentary, very rudimentary version of what God is, is yeah. what, what's in those stories. Yeah. You know, so I think. So, what do you uh, think life is? Like, what's the origin of life? Origin of life? Or, like, how. Like, what is life? Or, I guess, what am I trying to ask? Yeah, like, or I guess the origin is life. How do you think we came to exist? Hmm. What, uh, what do you mean as we? Like, uh, just, human beings? Just, li- just life in general. Like, so, like, like, like life on Earth. Okay. Like, like, is there life elsewhere? I tend to believe the scientists, you yeah. know, like the evolutionary bi- uh, biologists and shit. Like, yeah, but like, like how it came from, out, came from other places and land on Earth. Well, I do believe in panspermia, yeah. So that's uh, basically where, like, comets and asteroids bombarded the Earth with these chemicals. Uh-huh. But um, I tend to believe the astrobiologists and, uh, and the evolutionary biologists where, um, basically, when the Earth formed, right, it was like a very big cloud dusk uh, of, uh, of uh, rocks and particles and uh-huh. ice and shit. Like it all coalesces into one, and it keeps getting bigger and bigger as you know millennia go by, and eventually, like it keeps getting bombarded with different meteors and asteroids and shit. And some of those asteroids contain life, or uh, not necessarily like cellular yeah. uh, things, like multicellular uh, objects. And yeah, but where do those come from? I think it just like chemistry. So like uh, I'm not obviously not a chemist. So like, but different chemicals coalescing with each other and, and certain um, have life rich habitats. Yeah. You know, and don't we have uh, everyone is built up with carbon? Yeah, isn't yeah. that like the main building block? Yeah, but it's like how how do you go from yeah. 
like just raw elements to organic. That's just so crazy to me. I think I think it's kind of like evolution. Yeah, but how, how does that get started? I, I think it's like fire. I think there's an element of life that maybe we haven't discovered yet mm-hmm. that once all the parameters are correct, it forms. Oh, okay. Cause that, yeah, yeah, that's what, that's kind of what yeah. I'm getting at. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, we're on the same page with that. Yeah. yeah. I think, yeah, I think you're, I wasn't understanding until I explained it myself. Kind of explained it to myself. I don't know. Well, <laughs> I, I, I was, I was starting from like the very beginning yeah, yeah. of Earth, you know, yeah. like how it's just a fucking big old glowing magma pile of rock. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden it gets bombarded with shit that actually has yeah. life on it, you know, and then that builds up in the ocean over millions of years and then we come out of the ocean. Yeah. So that's essentially why I think, what I think, but who knows? I'm not a fucking scientist. Yeah. <laughs> I just, what do you think about time? Is time real? <laughs> because I was having a conversation with uh, uh, another boy. cousin of mine. Uh, his name's you know he would he's not really on my mom's side, and he was like, "Yeah, time is a human construct. It, it is. It, it doesn't exist. Yeah. Like we, we only this is. I have had this for three years or several years now, but Relative it only what? it only has." Uh, that meaning only has meaning because I give it meaning. Mm-hmm. Like, I've had this phone for three years that I know for sure. And it only it's only there because I give it that meaning. How long that, has that phone existed? Yeah. Think, let me, let me think. Yeah, but time would still continue on even if humans weren't around to observe it. Are you, does it continue or is it because we observe that it exists? Yeah. No, it would still continue. Cause what? Okay, so what is time to you then? Time is uh, just the progression... Uh, how would you exactly would it, would it exactly yeah that's the thing is like i don't it's a very it's a big time it's a, a yeah. mind bender it yeah. really is I have, well yeah because well, you know gravity things. affects time mm-hmm. so we know that it actually does so that's the thing is with, with okay so well, let me let me do a little thought experiment with you mm-hmm. if time truly is real i'm gonna look up time real quick <laughs> <laughs> why, if time is real why is it different for both me and you Should, well, it, it's, it's okay. not if we're close to each other it, it's not at all it's not it, you experience time differently than I do. It's just at very, very small scales if we're next to each other. No matter where we are in space, uh, time affects us differently. So yeah. then why is that? Why is it a thing? Why is it something that's a constant of the universe? I don't think it is. Well, because that's one thing we're t- they talk about like light years and traveling. Like that's how far it takes light to get there. But like aliens, like they're going to be so like if there are aliens, which I do believe that there are. Like they're going to be so beyond advanced than us, and they're like, but no, like, how do we know that they're not Stone Age? Like, what we consider Stone Age is because it's... What do we consider aliens? Yeah, and like, but like, if uh, uh, people from outer space. So, sentient beings? Some yeah, people that are, like, they, are, they know of themselves? Yeah, sentient okay. beings from outer space, like, come here to a spaceship. They get here, and they're like, no, this is the Santa Maria. Like, this is oh, what our shit. technology is, because you guys are actually way more advanced than us, because that, like, their concept of time is different. Like, oh, yeah, shit. we're only a couple hundred years old, because, and, you know, we've just been able to make this. And they figured out gravity before we did, and they can yeah. actually squeeze it and, like, get to, uh, yeah. in a different star system easier than we can. But yeah, that's, so that's one thing that's kind of just blown, like, kind of blown my mind about, like, time existing is, like, we don't have... The concept of time is something that we, it only has meaning because we've assigned it meaning. So is mathematics. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I hate math so goddamn much because 
for the longest time, my math teacher explained it to me that, yeah, they just did it this way. Mm-hmm. And then one guy said, you know what? I don't think it needs to be done this way. And then that's how calculus got invented. Basically. And it was just like, excuse me? But calculus was invented through the same rules that was already established. Yeah. So, And the rules that were already established have been proven through scientific theory. Or scientific, not theory, a scientific experiment. You know, so like that's the thing with mathematics too is is it a human construct or is it a constant of the universe? Because if it's a human construct, then eventually it'll get proven wrong by some experiment in the universe. Yeah. Or are we just extracting the information out of the universe and able to write it down on paper and then derive more from that? Mm-hmm. You know, that's what I think mathematics is. Time, however, is just a unit of measurement. It's a something that we're able to use. We some way they calculate a nanosecond is like the uh, oscillation or like the flipping of, a, of an electron over uh, whatever it is, a hydrogen atom. The hydrogen atom has one electron. And every time it flips, that's the smallest second you can get. Right? So like, or smallest measurement of, measurement of time you can get, or the Planck length, or whatever you want to call it. And then from there, you can derive everything else from it. Yeah. But is that really time, or is that just space happening? And then we just derive space, uh, uh, or we just derive time out of out of space, you know. And same th- I, same aspect is a of of this is what I'm trying to explain is like we can look at an individual molecule in a rain cloud, right? We can look, we can see a fucking water molecule in a rain cloud, but if we decide to look at the rain cloud, which is what I think is time is, that we're looking at the rain cloud, we can't zero in on the molecule that's actually making that rain happen. You know what I mean? So, like, I think it's a, uh, time is just an emergent property of something else, yeah. of gravity. So I don't think time itself exists in and of itself. Oh, yeah, just, it's, like, it's more of a concept than <laughs> it's, a, it's, it's something that but, but again, emerges time, out of something else. Yeah, same time. Uh, <laughs> no pun intended. Like, uh, like, if you get closer to a black hole, you don't age. But people surrounding you would. So, how, I mean, there is... There's, I think there is a higher plane that we just don't understand. That is time, but we all we all we have right now is the concept. Because mm. like things, even without human invention, stars have a timeline. They start out as you know, cloud dust. They form together and then they explode. So I think time is like you know, like gravity. We we know it exists. We don't fully understand why it exists, but we know it's there. Like space time, you know. That exactly. Yeah. It, it's all woven together. Yeah, but like that's a, that's that's not really necessarily the argument. The argument, well, I guess we're not really arguing either. But the the root of what we're, of the discussion mm-hmm. is: does time exist by itself, or is it just an emergent property of something else? Like it is just an idea, something that we can measure, but not necessarily a thing of itself. Like we can. Oh, like a, like an actual entity, and more. Like, yeah. Like, like is it is it a concept or a thing that I don't know? I think. Like we can measure a tornado, yeah. But is the tornado it, the tornado is just an emergent property of that of that storm system? Yeah. And that storm system is just an emergent property of just high and low pressures of, yeah. of uh, uh, I don't air. Know, that's crazy. Like, is it like is it is it like gravity? Like where it exists in the universe, we can measure it definitively. Definitive, yeah. I mean, we know, I know what it's hard it is. to say. Yeah. Like, but like, it, it really really makes you question like your foundations of truth. Yeah. You know, like what is real. And you just 
it's a rabbit hole you'll lose yeah. your fucking mind in. <laughs> One thing yeah. that we also talked about besides time not being real, because we had a really fun conversation, was of uh, <laughs> uh, 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 the Schrodinger's cat, you know, the cat inside the oh, box. Oh, the quantum physics thing? Yeah. Yeah, so the cat is inside the box. You know, we someone has placed it inside the box. We don't know if Being it's Being that we can't yeah. see it, uh-huh. does that cat exist? Yeah, well, uh, we don't know if it does or not, or if it's still alive. It's not necessarily how it goes. I, I know it's okay. Like, uh, but okay, they might know it's, it's, it's a cat dead. Yeah, it's something like that. And like, like there's yeah. like a, there's a little trigger. Okay, so this is what happens with the let, let's, let's clarify for the listeners. Schrodinger's cat is basically a, a cat he puts inside of a box. This, this is just a thought experiment. He didn't actually do this, mm-hmm. but that inside that box there's a, a vial of poison. Uh-huh. Okay, and if we open up that box, the the uh, the a cat could or could not be alive at the same time, or or, uh, or no no, if you if you open up the box, the vial of poison goes no matter what. Yeah. So like the act of measuring whether the cat is alive or dead huh. kills the cat. Yeah. Okay. So and we don't know whether the vial of poison killed the cat inside the the box or not. Yeah. So he's just describing superposition of a of an actual uh, particle in space in, in time and space. Yeah. So like. But my cousin was talking about this thing, or these scientists that like did that, except the box is Earth, and humans on Earth, do we exist if there's not somebody outside of us looking down, looking at the box, hmm. measuring whether or not we are real? So just scan God. Yeah, that's he's like it's essentially it scientifically proves that there would be a God <laughs> because. Not, not. Pr- I mean, again, we're get, we're just two idiots. He's stoned <laughs> off his mind. We're walking around Standing Bear Lake, and he he said it a lot better than I did. But it's kind of it was like, all right, so we're looking at Schrodinger's cat, and we have the cat in the box. Like, is that does that cat exist? Whether or not in that box or not, or is it that cat alive inside of that box? We don't know. We can't uh, checking on it kills the cat. Yeah. So therefore, the, we we since because I was observing it, being that we can't physically observe it happening, is it actually happening? And so, knowing that it is happening, we, we have to observe the cat inside the box. Not necessarily. I, so I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna prove that wrong. Um, again, I'm an idiot walking around. <laughs> like, no, I, I get it. I I understand, I understand where he's coming from, yeah. and it's it's not stupid. It's not a stupid idea. I mean, that's a great thought experiment. It actually, made my mind go. 100 miles an hour but um, the direct so he's saying you have to something has to measure us for us to exist no I don't know exactly what his wording was I can't remember but he was telling me about a different a scientific uh, theory or a group thing that they did based off of Schrodinger's cat they then extrapolated that to earth being the box and humanity or right. humans or whatever life on earth being the cat inside of the box that is earth so the way the, the one fault that he has in his argument is we know dark matter exists yeah. via its effect on, effect on other things so the fact that we have satellites in, the, in space and that's measuring us we exist <laughs> so like I mean, or or like like our entire galaxy is is in a box. I you know I, I you can't know, remember like, exactly because it was 
don't know. Okay, it's, been, it's been like two weeks since we've had this conversation. But I kind of want to, uh, yeah. Yeah, I want to talk to him. Dive scared. down deep into that. Uh, yeah. uh, what did yeah. you, you know with that? We went to around Standing Bear together. Why? Because I, we, I was going on my walks, and he wanted to just like change the scenery, so we walked around Standing Bear. Like, you didn't invite me, huh? It was on a Tuesday. I could have went on a Tuesday, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> I can take that. No, I can't take that one. I'm going to pause this and get, get another drink. All right. That's the end of part one. I hope you guys enjoyed that. We have another hour coming your way. Check back soon.